When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And unfortunately, this is a very nerd-heavy podcast because I was like, I would like to talk about Spider-Man 2 and I got to write 104 Spider-Man 2. Well, that's good because I, again, I don't own a PlayStation, so I'm not playing Spider-Man 2. But even if I did, I just don't care about Spider-Man that much to play a game about him. I don't care about Spider-Man either, but the game is fun. Okay, but like you and, uh, you and, uh... Tenole... Yeah, Cannoli's been playing it. Cult Classic Cage has been playing it, and she did not like it either. So I'm just, I'm my knowledge is based off of just like factual reporting, where like they, yeah. you know, for example, they've swapped, like they've retired Peter Parker in the games now. Um, but like I don't, I haven't gotten to the end of Spider Man Two, but yeah, I've also seen that uh, apparently he's going on as yeah, I saw that spoiler, and I, okay. I do want to try to keep it spoiler free for a little bit because I know that Kate out there nerd with a cigar she wants to play it hey just skip this episode let you have spoil it well no i just want to get to like general thoughts of like why it's crazy and then i'll get more spoilery as we go so if she doesn't want to hear it she can fast forward but so first of all i started off this game like i asked miho i was like yo miho is this like because he couldn't wait to play it i was like miho Miho is my okay so when i was a daycare director when i was like 24 there was like a fifth I think he started in fourth grade. His name was like name is Juan, little Latin boy. I called him Miho the entire time he was in daycare. That's pretty cute, dude. It was so funny. And then like all the other daycare kids would also call him Miho. So there's like a first grade little girl being like, Miho, can you help me get some water? It's like, uh. <laughs> it was it was the best. I look back. Could you imagine if you were a parent and you just dropped <laughs> and the daycare director's just calling this Latin boy Miho? <laughs> Okay, that's not funny to you. That's so funny to me. Anyway, but he was like, I don't know. He was just, he was like a really good kid. I'd always bring in my Game Informer magazine because that was back in the day when I was wheeling and dealing PlayStation Three games. So at GameStop, it's like, oh, you could if you have enough points that you can get a subscription for free, and then you can earn an extra sixteen bucks. And I'm like, whatever, do it. And then they'd always be like, do you want the uh? Game Informer magazine to come to your email or in the mail. I was like, print that bitch, <laughs> print that bitch out. So I'd take it to daycare, and then me and Miho would like go through it and like talk about video games all the time. And so then we were when I left to go work in government, like Miho was my buddy on PlayStation Network, and we didn't really talk much for years. And now he's like twenty two. Like he, I told him, I was like, how crazy is this, buddy? You're the age I was when I was your daycare teacher. And he's like, fucking mind blown. But so now we still talk. We still talk about video games all the time. Um, He was excited to play this because he loved the first one. And I was like, bro, you got to let me know if this thing is woke or what. And so he reported back that it was not woke and that people are just making way too big of a deal out of it. I start playing it. And then I just start bringing up every single thing that happens in it that is woke. And he's like, I didn't even notice. He's like, why do you just notice all this stuff? I'm like, bro, because they shove it in your face. So let's get to examples. Like right away in the story, Mm -hmm. Peter Parker is the biggest fucking pussy. He was a pussy in the first game too. And, and it's just like him simping for Mary Jane. It's, it's insane. He inherited his aunt's house. Um, What's his aunt's name? Aunt May. Aunt May, uh, spoilers for the first, <laughs> the first Spider-Man game, but she fucking dead. She way dead. <laughs> she okay. died. And I so mean, Peter... she's died in basically every iteration on screen as well. So, and so Peter Parker has now inherited her house, and he's like Mary Jane. Like, so first of all, she comes rolling up on like a Harley. Oh, sorry. Okay, quick question: How what? old is Peter in this? Uh... Twenty-five. They even mentioned okay. his exact age, and Miles is seventeen. They like okay. mention exactly their age, which kind of like the I don't know. Spider Man's always like a high school kid, right? Like that's mm-hmm. he's supposed to be a high school or college age kid, because there's no other excuse for him being such a goddamn loser. 
he's such a fucking loser. Like, he does not have his life together whatsoever. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing with women. He doesn't know what he's doing for a goddamn job. Oh, yeah, the, the game starts out with, like, he's Miles's new teacher. He comes in, it's like his first day, and Miles Morales is in the classroom, and he's oh, like, I'll go to the back. He's a teacher at 25? Yep. Okay. I mean, that's not really a loser, but okay. Well, he loses his job on his first day. How? Yeah, so. How? Because he and Miles go to fight Sandman and leave all the kids completely alone. And so the principal is like, hey, dog, the school was under lockdown. Where the fuck were you? And he was like, uh, had to run to my car. And they're like, yeah, you're fired. Okay. I, that could have gone a totally different way where they're just like, are you fucking kids? Uh, <laughs> yeah, what are you doing, buddy? So, Here's the thing that also drives me insane. So Peter Parker is like legitimately worried about bills. He walks into that like Aunt May's house. And here's what this dumb old cunt did. She took out a second mortgage on her house mm-hmm. to donate that m- money to an organization that she worked for called Feast. And Feast fed the homeless. So now her fucking nephew, who's a fucking orphan, has to pay mortgage payments on a house because this old coos fucking mortgaged it to feed homeless motherfuckers. Are you retarded, May? What are you doing? Like, generational wealth is, like, accrued through property, and your dumb ass fed homeless motherfuckers instead. Hold on. Um, Hasn't Aunt May or the Parker family, maybe it's maybe it's not comic book accurate, but I always assumed that they were lower middle class, so they didn't have wealth like that. Right. She's, they're not ballers. They okay. own a house in Queens. But she mortgaged out her house to get money to put into feeding homeless. Didn't you like, fucking idiot? Couldn't that have saved Peter from maybe working? Now a Peter's going to be goddamn homeless because of your dumb ass and your inability to think forward. Stupid I mean, old coos. That's just a case for women not to be uh, homeowners in all. Uh, not to be in charge of finances, at least. Yeah. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I, pointed, I pointed that out to Miho, and he was just like, what? <laughs> He's like, you experience <laughs> games so different from me. I it, he, No, but just on a tangent there, like, it kind of blows my mind that people are just so, like, turned. Like, their brain doesn't even really comprehend the media that they're absorbing. That's kind of wild. That is true. But, like, that's Peter Parker, and that's um his buddy, Hen- Harry. Harry or Hen- Henry? Harry. Hmm? Harry. Like, he's all about, I want to do, like, all these green initiatives. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. So, you walk into the house as Peter, and he's looking at these different bills, and Mary Jane just pulled up on her motorcycle, and he's like, hey, baby, like, I was thinking maybe, he doesn't talk to her like that, because he's a bitch. He's like, um, so, he's real uh, Michael Sarah fucking vibes. <laughs> um, so, I was, like, thinking, like, maybe, like, you could move in here. Have you thought more about my offer? Like, maybe do you want to move in together? And she's like, mm. Bitch, I actually am. Uh, uh, I have to be closer to the city for work because she's a journalist for the Daily Bugle, which is uh, the now headed by JJ Jane Jonah Jameson, whatever, who's basically just Alex Jones. She's like, no, 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 no. I got to be next to the city so that I can be there for my journalism. First of all, you fucking bitch, you're a journalist. You're not like a like the next Nobel Peace winner. You're a journalist. Nobody fucking cares. Two. If you are a journalist in this day and age, why the fuck are you not making your own Substack or your own? Like, why are you working for well, J. Jonah Jameson, who they all hate, all, by the way? Third of all, uh, basically all journalism is online. So why do you need to be near the city at all? Yeah. And uh, also you're banging suit Spider-Man. So, you know, the guy who's at like the forefront of all of the major stories that happen in town. You have the inside dish because you're banging the guy who's there. So point. I'm pretty sure you're going to have quite the website if you just put that to use um next in the game you fly back and forth from manhattan to queens in about a minute minute 30 you could throw that bitch on your shoulder and take her to work every day no big deal right Mm -hmm. take you literally a minute and 30 seconds (laughs) just swing her on into the office true okay but she's just like no i gotta be next to the city for my job i'm a journalist also she she's boning J, J. jonah jameson isn't she has to be absolutely because she could not seem less interested in peter parker he's like pining for her both games pining for this woman who's like mildly interested at best 
What was I gonna say? Um, can can I? Um, what? If I may just point out, for that's the kind of shit women like, though, generally. What? Dudes pining over them. I not in my experience. Um. I okay. Maybe let me rephrase this. Woke media has told me that's what chicks. Oh. Like. Dude's just being head over heels. Like Peter should be like, "All right, bitch, move to the fucking city." He's Spider Man. You think he's gonna have a hard time catching girls? Are you you know what? Me? He must have a weak dick game because if you give him dick good, your woman ain't gonna be disagreeing with you like that. Fair enough. But th this uh, happens in a lot of romantic comedies where it's like, you know, I have Ryan. One question, real quick. Mm -hmm. Can I get more water? <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> I'll just keep talking as if you're still here. <laughs> yes. Okay. 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 I notice this in romantic comedies all the time. It'll be like Ryan Reynolds and he's hung up on some girl and she doesn't want to be with him or she's not treating him right. And he's all set and he's going to go have a little moment. It's like, Brett, you're Ryan fucking Reynolds. I think that you're, you'll bounce back. You're the, any room you walk into, you're the most handsome man in that room. You're going to be okay, buddy. It's just very unbelievable that it's like, oh. Henry Cavill sad, or like yeah, um, Chris Evans or something. It's like, oh, he's sad because the girl doesn't like him. It's like, <laughs> I think you'll pan out just fine. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Um, Spider Man is broke as a joke. Are you kidding me, Peter? You you fucking moron. You can't figure out a way to use your superpowers and your notoriety to somehow make a buck. I don't know. Maybe just to, when you're done saving people, just hand them a business card that has your Venmo on it and be like. Toss me a 20 spot if you feel like it. They mentioned in the game at some point, they're like, oh, Spider-Man doesn't make money off of being Spider-Man because morals. What? You're saving people's fucking lives. You don't think that they might hit you up with like a gift card at least to fucking Burger King or something? <laughs> if you can't figure out a way to make money off of being Spider-Man, you, sir, are fucking stupid. So I do need Vex to get back here for this next part because it's, if she doesn't hear it, it's going to make no sense for her when she does come back. Because it was another thing that, so, like, I, I did the part that I'm going to explain in a moment. And Miho was just like, who even cares? Or, it was Javier in the Discord. Okay, you're back. Good. So, immediately after doing, like, the first opening sequence that's, like, really big, like, big supervillain that you got to take down, then it, I don't, it, like, tosses you right, you're playing as Miles Morales. It tosses you at like this high school. And I thought it was the next main mission, but apparently it was just a side quest. But you're helping out the different high school students, mm -hmm. three of them. One of them, you got to go track down their goddamn drone that landed on a roof, which is just fucking stupid. I was like, what are we doing here? This is so dumb. Uh, I can't remember. The other one was, fuck, I swear it was like taking, oh, it was taking pictures for the pamphlet for the school so that they have like a, it was our senior project to make a brochure for the school. So to take pictures. And then, the other one was I'm sorry, to these help. are actual missions to take pictures? Fucking side mission. Yeah. And the third one, this is the one that was you might have heard of on the internet. Mm -hmm. A young boy asks you for help to ask his boyfriend to homecoming. So you have to anytime you're Miles Morales, it's always a power issue. You have to go punch a gen because Miles Morales is Miles Morales is got like electrical powers for reasons I don't even know. Just like he just he, he, his hands become electric and you can fuck shit up. In the video game, it's very fun. But like, just he just has to be cooler than Spider-Man, I think is the reason why. Just mm. because like, you know how Miles Morales isn't really Spider-Man, like Peter Parker is Spider-Man, but they're like, he well, no, 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 no. electric powers so that he can't ever get tased by the police. Don't tase me, bro. What are you eating? <laughs> I'm not eating anything. Yeah, you are. Chicken. Chicken, and then I'm he can to get also my protein just, targets up. So he can also just turn invisible, which is pretty um, fucking Miles handy. Miles Morales can turn invisible. Yeah, dog. There's like different sneaking missions and stuff. And if you're Peter Parker, uh, he can't turn invisible, but Miles Morales can just. Bloop. Uh, is there an explanation as to why he can do that? And Peter, can't? I platinumed the first game. Oh, Miles isn't. Uh, is Miles? No, Miles isn't the first game. Yeah, he is. I platinumed it. I don't recall. I played all the DLCs. Don't recall. I pl I platinumed Miles Morales' own game. And in that platinum, you have to play it twice. I don't know why he can turn invisible. Oh, I'm going to look this up. So Miles Morales turns invisible? Yeah, you just hit up on the D-pad and he goes, bloop, and just turns invisible. 
why does or yeah why how, no how can miles yeah how does miles no and where did that he get is, the ability miles morales powers there we go I don't know. They both just got bit by a fucking spider, but Miles Morales has got way cooler powers than Peter Parker. It's that black magic. So to keep up, they give Peter Parker like those robot spider arms that just kind of burst out of his back randomly. Which is like, it's okay, but it's nothing like having electric fists. That's a lot more fun to do, believe it or not. So anyway, you have to ask your... uh, These are high school kids, by the way, remember. This high school boy needs you to help him ask his boyfriend out. He has got like this elaborate plan and it's like starts off with an, okay, okay, okay. So you set up all the stuff that needs to be set up and then you perch yourself on a lamppost and you watch the boyfriend come out of class. He sees a whiteboard. The whiteboard has an equation on it Mm -hmm. and you can hear him speaking out loud. He's like, oh. This is the equation that me and uh, his name was like, I want to call him Vivek, like the guy running for president. Cause I, it was something like that was the kid's name. He's like, okay. Oh, this is the equation that Vivek and I worked on, on our first date. Oh, it was so romantic. We didn't. Blah, blah, blah. Then he walked it, it, like points him in another direction. There's movie posters. He's like, Oh, this is a movie poster for the movie that me and Vivek went to when we had our first kiss. Like he, we both had, or he had braces and it was sloppy, but like so romantic. And it was just like, it's disgusting. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? And uh, then eventually, by the way, huh? sorry to interrupt. So Miles Morales got both his camouflage powers and his electrical abilities because the spider that bit him was slightly more mutated than the one that bit Peter. So he just gets to be cooler. Basically. Yeah. For no reason at all. So like, Here's the part that I where me and Miho differ. When mm-hmm. I see that Miles is way more cool, like he's got way better powers than Peter, it's like they just want you to like him more, mm-hmm. Be, right? So they give him the advantage of like he can go invisible. He has electric you powers. Want to play as him more, yeah. right? So then the player, because yeah, it is more fun to play as Miles because he can fuck shit up. It's mm-hmm. cool. Although I kind of shoot myself in the foot in a second because Peter Parker becomes a. Uh, Venom is <laughs> pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> so uh-huh. anyway, you just help these two ask each other out. And I was up with Miho. I was like, dude, what the fuck is this mission? He's like, who cares, dude? It's a two minute mission. It takes you two seconds to do. You get XP and then you move on. And I'm like, do you not find it weird? First of all, even if it was a straight couple, if you're at, like helping a dude ask a chick out, I'd be like, I'm a fucking superhuman. And literally three different supervillains have now been let loose in the city. And yeah, I'm this Spider-Man. is what I'm doing. Why am I doing this as a side mission, basically? What the fuck is this? Um, let alone side- the fact that they're clearly just posting, like, pushing SJW politics on you, and it's like, ugh. So, like, what? Um, cult cl- cage class, uh, cult classic cage, who's another female YouTuber who does mainly gaming content. She's great. So she played Spider-Man 2, and she had, like, a 15-20 minute review go up uh, earlier this week. And in the comment, because she's mentioning some of the stuff that you're mentioning here. And Do you I, know her personally? Like, I've just streamed with her. Just, like, once? Or, like, you just got done A doing handful it. of times, and I interact with her pretty regularly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, uh, w- uh, in her video, I commented, because, like, a lot of the people that I've interacted with that have played, like, a Spider-Man game IRL are all young children and they don't pick up on this shit like we do right because right we, like miho told i pointed all this shit out to him and he was like oh wow right and it's like it's not that they don't it just subconsciously goes past them but the whole problem is is that there is subconsciously something being planted and that's where the problem lies yeah like, oh, kids are too stupid to pick up on. i'm like dude we will get to this so hard in just a minute oh, okay my God. keep going then so I was just pointing out how it's just insane that they like folks like wh- why are they making Spider-Man do ask anybody out on a date, let alone a, like a gay child? Mm-hmm. Very strange. Mm-hmm. And then. It, so Peter Parker then gets a job. Harry is back because Harry was missing in the first game. He was undergoing treatments and the cure that he got that makes him feel better is he got the venom suit. Right. So that's Treatment why he's feeling what? great. He had some sort of like cancer or disease that was killing Harry. And okay. so they gave him the venom. It's the venom is like an alien little oh, subcreo. They have some name for it. 
It's like a little amoeba ball. Symbiote. Symbiote. Yeah. And yeah, so when it gets on Harry, it heals him and mm-hmm. makes him better. But it also starts to make him a little bit crazy. But Harry has opened up a green research facility where as Peter Parker, you have to wander around this facility and you're looking at like koi fish and some scientists and you better believe it's a Japanese woman. <laughs> Every scientist is anything but a white dude. <laughs> the Japanese woman angle is quite overplayed, but I'll let that one slide. Except there is one. Anyway, he becomes lizard. Anyway, anyway, you go up to you have to go up to all these different stations and they talk to you about like we're using the pigment in koi fish to help us with our solar panels so that we can make better e-bikes and blah, 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 blah. What the fuck? And so I pointed that out to Miho and I was like, dude, this is all propaganda. Like this is all green pop propaganda. He's like, yeah. how so? I'm like, well, they're basically telling you that the world is dying because they mentioned it many, many times. Like the world is dying. We have, it's our duty to step in. We must get these green initiatives off the ground. And I was like, this, Miho, it's all a lie. The world is not dying. The world is not like so polluted that like we're, we're gonna, a human race is going to be extinct. And then he said, dude, literally it gave me nightmares when I was a kid because I thought that the rapture was coming. Like at first he thought the rapture was coming and that scared the shit out of him. Then he thought that the world, like global warming was going to kill everybody. And so he felt, he even used the word, demor- the word demoralized. He's like, wow. He's like, dude, I just felt like I had like our generation. I like I had no hope. He's like, I didn't see the point of that's like, going to school. That's proof that all this shit is subliminal. <laughs> I know. That's why when you started calling it out already, I was like, dude, wait till wait, wait till you hear where this is going. And I was like, yeah, bro. And this is what the problem is. This video game is clearly targeted towards like mm, 12 to 15 ish mm-hmm. range. Like if you're a younger teenager, like preteen. This game is fucking awesome. I, if this game had come out when I was that age, oh my god, I'd I'd been so happy. Like this is everything you ever could have wanted. You're a superhero. You're flying around the city. Like I played Spider Man Two, not this Spider Man Two. You remember, like based off the movie Spider Man Two, Activision One. Oh yeah, yep, yep. I played the fucking shit out of that game. Delivering pizzas, catching balloons for toddlers. <laughs> I played that game like crazy, and that game is like one. 64th the amount of game this game is this game is so much cooler than that um but they give this you know this game is targeted towards a younger market that then they just it keeps implanting like the world is doomed green energy is the only answer the -hmm. world is fucked we better get some fucking e-bikes totally don't even don't even let it into your mind that cobalt for these batteries are dug out of the ground by poor African women and children and they all die of terrible diseases so that you can have a longer battery on your smartwatch. But we're saving the planet, right. Because like from the earlier in the podcast, we're totally okay with fucking over the third world. But we feel good about ourselves. Hey, that's what the Marvels did too. They totally fucked over another race for one race. Yeah. So I, I just was pointing out to him all this stuff that I noticed that he did not notice because he was like, dude, this game is the shit. I hope it gets game of the year. And I'm just like, bro, they are throwing so much woke bullshit at your face. But here's the thing. It was really heavy in the very beginning. Oh, even like you save this guy from like a, a tanker explosion and you drop him off on a gurney at an ambulance. And he's like, it's a guy. He's like, thanks, Spider-Man. My boyfriend's a huge fan of yours. It's like, what? <laughs> Why, yeah, why is that necessary to throw in there? But here's the thing. I've never dropped any other guy, uh, person off and they mentioned their significant other at all. Just that one guy mentioned his boyfriend. No, everybody else just goes, thanks, Spider-Man, and that's it. And and the boyfriend thing only happened once. Because you know how NPCs, because you do this activity over and over. It's one of those open world activities where you save somebody. You oh, do gotcha. it a lot. So you'd think the NPC would have, you know, 16 responses that it'll randomly give you they one. all are just gay dudes <laughs> that's what i that's another thing i said okay so eventually you find black cat black pat cat is peter parker's ex-girlfriend right mm-hmm. who is actually like i don't know she seems like a better fit for peter parker because she's not like she's interested in him she makes lots of she hits on him like crazy she's really into spider-man meanwhile mary jane don't give a fuck about peter parker at all mm-hmm. <laughs> But she mentions how she needs to get to France so she can save her girlfriend. Okay. I remember seeing that clip actually on Twitter. Yet another one. And then um, 
a lot of people probably don't remember this one, but Miles runs into a girl from his class at a fair and he's like, where's Haley? And she's like, oh, Haley's did it. But it's explained in the other game that I, that's her girlfriend. So, okay, Insomniac, in your world, guys, is just like 50% of the population gay to you guys? Is that what's yeah. happening here? That, just... That's exactly what's happening, yeah. And then I start feeling like, I, I even told me, I'm like, oh, I'm old man Yeti over here, like, gay people in my video games. Like, I get that they're realistically would be a couple. One, two, maybe three. Maybe one line. Would but I be swear okay, to God, they're right? fucking everywhere. It's insane. Those goddamn faggots. <laughs> and then, but here's the other thing. Then it's a crossed. So like, if it was, I don't know, this is like, if it, like South Park said, put a chicken or make her gay and make her lame. Because then Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn, first game, no inclinations of being gay whatsoever. Second game, no inclinations of being gay whatsoever. The DLC, DLC for the second game kisses a girl. They did the oh. same thing with Ellie, remember? Yes, Joey. they did. I know. Yeah. The original The Last of Us, she's just some girl. She's a kid. She's, she's a kid. A kid. <laughs> then they had a DLC where they're like, by the way, she's been gay the whole time. <laughs> like, oh, okay. So, like, again, I don't really, I don't want to be like old man Yeti, like, wow, these gays in my video games. But it is fucking peculiar that these games that are targeted towards, you know, young, younger kids, just everyone's gay. I mean, that's not necessarily like, oh, you're being an old man. It's just like, oh, how can I put this in a way that's not homophobic? Um, <laughs> By the way, the term homophobic is such gaslighting. I know, I know. Um not everyone is gay it's such a small fraction of the population that is homosexual that it's really odd to see it pushed so heavily in a video game especially when you take like new york city is what like 30 million people or some shit like that it's a lot of people yeah half of so, them are gay yeah it's kind of weird that in such a condensed population half of them have to you know are just conveniently gay just statistically, in terms of how we encounter things in the real world, it's really odd that you're trying to flip the script to just make everyone gay in a fantasy world. It and here's here's another thing. So I platinum Cyberpunk and 100% of the DLC. Like, I know all the endings, everything. By the way, fucking such a good game. All the endings are so fucking different. And they can be slightly tweaked based on relationships you did or didn't make along the way. Mm -hmm. Ugh, Vex. It's so good. It's I so haven't good. had any time to play video games, but we'll get there. Okay. Um. Anyway, hell of a fucking game. But here's my point. There, if you choose to be like your character's name V, you can be a boy or a girl V, and you can have a boy or a girl voice. Oh, I, I know that. Yeah, yeah. Based on that, you can. There's. If you're a guy, you can have a straight relationship and or a gay relationship. And same with if you're a chick. If you're a chick, you can have. There's four different romanceable characters. And if you're a dude, there's a guy option, girl option. Anyway, that doesn't bother. And like Johnny is, you know, Keanu Reeves. He's in your head. There's a lot of indications that he's bisexual because basically if you're playing as a chick, based on like the player, the player's character, he has to kind of swing both ways a little bit. Oh, all I mean, that, that, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. All of that shit does not bother me whatsoever. This is the most M-rated video game that there's ever been. This is by adults, for adults. It is M. This is nothing to do with kids, nothing to do with 17-year-olds going on fucking dates. This is an M-rated video game. It's and it's not like, yeah, dude. technically a teenage protagonist as well, like Spider-Man. Right. You're an adult. You are a grizzled bitch. And, yeah, right. And it's Because, yeah, Miles Morales is also 17. They make a point to tell you that. Just, I don't know. There's also, like, a ton of homosexual stuff in cyberpunk. Didn't really bother me whatsoever. It was just like, this makes sense in this world. It's not shoehorned in. It's not forced in. And it's not shoved in your face. It just fucking is. I don't know. Didn't bother me at all there. And in Spider-Man, it's like, they're just, like, shoving it in my face in a way that fucking rubs me wrong. Does that make any sense? No, no, it does make sense because I have that same problem with a lot of TV shows and movies. Right. You can, it's like you, you have a sixth sense when you can tell when there's pandering happen, happening versus just like storytelling. I think it's because like we have 
been fortunate enough to experience media before they started doing all this shit hardcore like yeah there were maybe inklings of it here and there but it never overshadowed like the importance of a character or the importance of a story or how the world is built but now it's like a backbone to all of those things so it's really hard to ignore it when it pops up yeah and it's often to the detriment of everything that should make a good game or tv show or movie so i I hate pandering i hate it i do too man because here's the here's how here's how you know it's pandering Javier, or it was either you or no, it might have been you. You pointed out that if you buy this Spider-Man Two over in Saudi Arabia, all the gay stuff has been taken out. Yes, uh, Spider-Man One, they did the same thing too. So, if you did want to pander and put all this gay stuff front and center, and you were like, "Hey, Saudi Arabia, take the game or don't go fuck yourself," I could be like, "All right, respect." But the fact that you edit the game to appeal to a market that you know is not going to tolerate that bullshit means that you are shyster fucks. To to add some more icing to this cake, then they went in, reported, or banned all the people that made the same mods that they were making for the Saudi Arabian version, but for the American one. So you could make a mod to take the gay stuff out, and then they were like, "Fuck." Yeah, off. like, so, like when Spider Man Two dropped, like I remember seeing like the screenshots of it. Like there were mods to take out like all the Mary Jane missions, mods to take Ugh. out all like the gay couple, like the gay NPC dialogue, mods to take out the black cat like scenes. Uh, because again, like just like how you're pointing it out now, people just didn't want to deal with it. They just wanted to play as fucking Spider Man. Because <laughs> let me tell you this. <laughs> Outside of everything I just bitched about, the game is so fun. It's so fucking fun. The New York City has never looked so fucking cool in a video game. And you can fly. They give you little spider wings and these little updrafts and wind tunnels. And you can just fucking zoom around the city. And then it's like, yo, motherfucker, there's a fucking cargo ship that's getting attacked. Go jump in there. And you're like, yeah, and you come flying in like a bat out of hell and fuck everything up. It's so fun. It's so fun. Well, see, now what it sounds like you're telling me is gameplay-wise, it's solid. So good. They do bring back those fucking Mary Jane missions where you are creeping around with a stun gun. Why? Why? Because it's a weapon. No one wants to play as her. I assume that if you ask the game designers why they do this, and it's probably to break up the action, because if they they probably assume that if you're just Spider-Man bashing bad guys over and over and over, you'll get bored, so they're going to mix it up. No, no, I just want to be Spider Man and fuck oh, shit up. You play GTA, you must be sick of crashing cars and planes and things. Yeah, you should have a couple of missions where you work behind the counter at the fast food joint. Right, maybe you're the one robbed at a at, you know a, a fucking clothing store. Yeah, instead. that'll that'll be fun. You could work retail and full clothes. Like you have to hit the X and Y button at the exact right time. That's yeah, same vibes as Ridley Scott thinking that we don't want to see the xenomorph in an alien movie. <laughs> so those missions are back. Same with like the little science experiment experiments that you do. It's like, oh, here's an atom or a molecule. And you have to figure out which parts of the molecule to delete so that we can make a, a serum so that we can understand where this cat burglar fucking ran off to. It's like, ugh. What is this? I did see it pop up that it's like you can turn off puzzles in the menu. I was like, oh, that's kind of nice. What pussy is turning off? I know. I know. It was like, I paid for this game. I'm going to play it, goddammit. Right. So I'm playing it. So anyway, I have gotten pretty far. I was hoping to maybe sum it up by the end of, like, by the time we got to this so that I could tell you how it goes. Oh, so here's where we can get more spoilery if you want to know. Yeah, I'm never going to play it, so I just want to hear about your experience. Okay. So, yeah, Kate, if you plan on playing it and you don't want to know, this is probably the part where you could go fast forward a bit. Give me, let's say, five minutes. Maybe fast forward five minutes. You know what? I will say pineapples when we're done. But here's the thing. If she's fast forwarding, she won't hear you say pineapples. She might. All right. Give me about five minutes. You can skip ahead just like 10, 15 seconds. That's why. That's true. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess you'll hear if we're talking about it or not. Anyway, so Harry, so these hunters come to town, right? This guy is all about, like, he wants to hunt the most dangerous prey. Uh, for some reason, Craven, Craven mm-hmm. you know about him? Of course. Is he another shit? 
Uh, well, no, I know that he like he has a cool hunter storyline, and they have the Craven movie coming out well next year now, and ooh, oh, Aaron Taylor Johnson is in that, and he looks fucking good. I've never heard of this fellow before, but he seems pretty cool. So he wants to hunt the most dangerous prey. He goes to New York for no reason that makes sense whatsoever. They decide that they're going to move Shadow Man or like negative, negative. He's from the first game. He killed Miles' dad. And okay. Scorpion, they're going to move them from the raft to an undisclosed location for reasons unknown, basically so that they can get broken out. And wouldn't you know it, the hunters attack. They bust out Scorpion. They bust out Negative. Yeah, Negative. Negative was played by the guy who was... Uh, you remember when they made the um, the interview with Seth Rogen? The guy who oh. played Kim Jong-un? Yes. That guy played Negative in the Spider-Man's first game. He must okay. not have come back because he don't look like this. He don't look the same no more. Okay. So I'm going to guess that he didn't come back for game number two or they didn't want to pay him one of the one of the switch. But either way, it's like, oh, you look different. They get busted out by Craven, and they try to hunt them down and Craven straight up just kills Scorpion. Oh, yeah. Scorpion's like in his fucking super villain outfit, by the way. He's not just like a guy in handcuffs. He's literally in the Scorpion outfit. His tail is handcuffed fucking remove him from his suit perhaps his tail is handcuffed his t i can't i don't know how to explain it other than like picture mewtwo's tail yes put a handcuff on like the base of the tail and another other part of the handcuff at the end of the tail so it is like handcuffed in a loop why don't know because <laughs> like oh. negative his powers like can't be taken right mm -hmm. they're just within him scorpion is like nothing without his suit but yet he's in his suit also that when he breaks out he can give peter and miles morales a hard time right and mm -hmm. so they get busted out the whole point is they're going after craven craven at one point stabs peter parker he's gonna die harry's there though and harry's like crying and being like we're gonna save you Pete man we're gonna save you and peter just like fucking flatlines in the rain mm -hmm. but then the suit comes off of he henry goes on to Peter and Peter actually becomes fucking cool for the first time in any of these games because okay. he starts getting fucking based like Mary Jane calls him and is like Peter you need to blah 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 and he just hangs up the phone he's like I'm fucking he's like I'm busy and he's like ah, everybody they come to me with their problems can't they sort anything out for themselves like I know I'm Spider-Man but like come on can't you <laughs> it's like dude fuck yeah I like this Peter he's like okay. fucking mad he's giving people shit he's not taking shit from Mary Jane Mary Jane's like I'm gonna work late at the office he's like okay enjoy I'm like yeah dude <laughs> fuck yeah I like this Peter he starts to go nuts Miles has to save him right Miles has to kick his ass oh and by the way like whenever Venom hears a bell it makes the suit freak out. Oh, like, yeah, I've seen that in um, the movies do that. The Venom movies do that, too. So pretty easy to beat Peter Parker, just need a bell. But like the bell, sometimes you have a bell, sometimes you don't have a bell. And sometimes the bell gets hit with, I don't know, man. Like you think if the suit has that easy of a weakness, pretty easy to beat him. Right. Carry a fucking cowbell in your pocket. That guy's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of... It's one of those, like, uh, it's a problem when it needs to be a problem, and it's not when it's not a problem. But Miles has to kick Peter Parker's ass, and eventually the suit gets the suit gets removed and put into a glass jar, and then Peter Parker has to go on an apology tour. Basically, like, he's like, Miles, I'm so sorry. Like, I was, I was horrible for the last couple of weeks. Like, I'm so sorry. And Miles is like, dude, we're, we're good, buddy. And they fist bump. And then... He, Mary Jane calls him and he's like, Mary Jane, I am so fucking sorry. I, I, I've been such an asshole for the last couple of weeks. And she's like, yeah, well, we'll see. You can start she got making some tough love. And now all of a sudden she's, she's all... all fucking bitchy. Can you imagine like Vex, if you were a straight up dickhead to me for two weeks, but then you were like, hey, I was dealing with something. I was dealing with a space alien that took over my body. I'd be like, oh, fuck. Well, <laughs> immediately forgiven and are you okay not mary jane mary jane's fucking she's got a grudge just a coont i hate that coont i hate that coont so much why the fuck is he with her he's fucking spider-man are you kidding me you pick up the litter dynamo vagina man pick of the litter and he's with this redheaded bitch um and then here's where i'm at in the game so then harry gets the uh suit back because Harry's like, I'm, I'm fucking dying. 
And Peter's like, well, we need to dispose of this alien because it's no good for you. And plus, your dad is working on a more permanent cure anyway. And Harry's like, nah, dog, and takes the suit back. And he becomes full-blown Venom. He was just kind of Venom. Like, you know, black Spidey suit. And same with Peter Parker, just like a black Spidey suit. But he becomes full-blown, like, size of the Hulk. Mouth opens way wider than it should. The tongue comes out. He kills Craven and then goes loose into the city because the 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 alien is telling him in his head like we can make the world better we can make it a better place if we just take it over and harry's like yeah Doug, let's do that and they're making a bunch of little mini venoms that you have to beat their ass so here's the other thing that you're doing that's really funny these little mini venoms are all just people that got taken over against their will and turned into Ugh. venoms and peter parker is just smashing the fuck out of them. <laughs> But when you beat them up enough, the suit goes away and they're like, oh, so it's, then it's just a civilian, like an NPC on the ground, like grabbing their chest and be like, <laughs> saving the city one motherfucker at a time. Here's the other thing about modern day video games. It's fucking weird. And I remember when this first happens, it was uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, like Roman guards were men and women. So now, in your video games, you can fulfill your wildest fantasies of coming up behind a woman and just slitting her throat as she goes, and bleeds out. Same thing in Spider-Man. It used to just be a bunch of, like, dude thugs. Like, oh, yeah, the the Spider-Man. And now, nope, there's chicks, tons of chicks. And you are grabbing them off the ground, lifting them 100 feet into the air, roundhousing them to their throat, then throwing them with prejudice back down to the asphalt where they bounce 10 times off the ground like a rock skipping across the pond and it's like yeah progression i mean that's that's every man's dream right there isn't it just beating the fucking shit out of these poor women mm-hmm. and the whole time they're like ah, like just getting the fucking shit kicked out of them and i'm like this is progress what this is so weird so anyway so right now I'm hunting Harry down because he's gone fucking cuckoo bananas. And yeah, Vex, the game is so much fun to play outside of the Mary Jane bullshit and the science fair projects. But flying All around the, the city stuff. and yeah, and ugh, that's the part about it that just sucks because like it's so fun to play. But like the woke messaging ugh, sucks, man. It's a really fun game though. I'm glad you're having fun with it. Yeah. Despite all the problems it has. I miss Cyberpunk so much. I miss it. Just go back and start a new game. I don't want to. Like, if they would let you do New Game Plus, yes. Because I got some cool fucking guns out of the Phantom Liberty DLC. There's one called Ibris. <laughs> it lets you shoot bullets from beyond the Black Wall, which is like... That's a whole thing. I that It would take a minute to explain what the Black Wall is. But, like, you can shoot bullets from beyond the Black Wall. So it takes a hold of people and it makes them like scream. Their eyes glow yellow. Their mouth bursts open and a beam of light comes out of it. And they're like, and like they digitizes their voice because it's basically turning them into like an AI fucking effects. So fun. I would love to play the game over with that gun, but there's no new game plus, which is so stupid. It's a game based on like your decisions and your decisions having impact. Let me play again, make other decisions with the cool shit I spent 120 hours collecting. And all the skill points. Here's the other thing. You don't get enough skill points in the game to unlock everything. You have to like pick a tree or a couple. You can pick three trees out of five to max out. Okay. Let me start a new game plus and let me max everything out and just become like just insanely powerful. Like, why not? It's my game. Come on, man. New Game Plus. What are we doing? I Maybe love New Game Plus. In an update. They said they moved on to The Witcher. Oh. I thought Cyberpunk was getting a ton of deal. Like, this wasn't the only DLC it was getting. Nope. It's one and done. So now you just got to wait for the Cyberpunk sequel, basically. Yep. And they're moving everything over from the Red Engine to Unreal 5. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Same with The Witcher. It's going to be Unreal 5 instead of Red Engine. Which is kind of weird because that red engine is pretty nice. I don't know why you'd want to move over to Unreal. But I mean, I, I'm not a developer, so I don't I don't know what the reasoning is. Yeah, I don't either. And I didn't play Cyberpunk when it sucked and it was all broken. So I'm sure if I did, I might think differently about the red engine. But like Witcher 3 worked great. Yeah, it, it still actually works great uh, considering 
but it's been eight years since that yeah. came out came out now. And Cyberpunk, once it got all fixed up, it worked fine. Uh, I did like it would crash on me. Guess what though? Spider Man crashes on me. Spider Man crashes at least probably once a night. Oh, I'll be playing it. I know. Like Sony's usually known for a way higher quality. Like God of War never crashed on me. Or like Ratchet and Clank, or you know Sackboy. All these so Sony first party games. I've never had one crash more than like maybe once. And you know, like once, like whatever. It's a fluke, whatever. This crashes all the time. Hmm. I know. Huh. Weird, right? What the hell's happening to quality in video games? Uh, the same thing that's happening to movies. Content, content, content. Quantity over quality. Yeah. Plus, when you focus on your hiring, on like diversity and inclusion, gonna guess you probably just get a, quite the smorgasbord of people, but they might not be the best people. Just hire the best people. God damn it, please. The best people probably cost too much or they just are too white. <laughs> Which is sad, but probably true. <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd imagine there's quite a few developers coming out of or like ready to go programmers coming out of like India. Um. Oh, okay. I mean, like programmers, yes, but story, like script writers, character writers, like all that stuff. But here's the thing I have a problem with it crashing. Yeah, I'm sure the Indians can figure that out. Yeah, some Indians can figure that out. Come on, guys. Mm -hmm. Come on, get some Indians on it. <laughs> so, yeah, dog, it's, it just like fucks with my head. It's like I supported this game by buying it when it has a lot of messaging I don't agree with, but also it's super fun. And also, so what if there's gay people in video games? Who fucking cares? But also, it's targeted towards kids, and there's like gay seven at best, they're 17, 18, right? Because they're in high school. I would say younger. Just Spider-Man is one of those characters that kids of literally any age like. Like, I know, like, there's an autistic sixth grader that I work with, and I remember two years ago, he was telling me about playing the first Spider-Man movie, so. Game. You said Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, Spider-Man yeah. game, my bad, my bad. It's all good. I mean, like, in the actual game, he was helping high school students with their senior project, and that's where the guy was like, ask my boyfriend to homecoming for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's like 17, 18 at best. So I, I like also that's weird, but also who gives a shit? I don't know. It's just conflicting because on one hand, I can totally understand Miho's point of view of like, who fucking cares? Just play Spider-Man and have fun. Or I'm sure Javier's <laughs> out there like, just have fun, stupid. No, uh, I both agree and disagree with that because like, OK, yeah, you can still have fun with the game, but I think it's still very important to understand the media you're consuming, because these these are also kind of the things that unintentionally influence how you respond to things, how you interpret things, how you decide to view things. So, yeah, just I like you should be aware and all, like you can still have fun, but being aware is pretty critical. That's and like then... saying that's like reading Mein Kampf and not having any awareness about what it's preaching. <laughs> For you to do like come on <laughs> so i remember parents back in the day kind of being upset at like dude you could just throw on the disney channel and you could just trust that whatever your kids were watching you didn't have to watch it you didn't have to pre-screen it you could just trust that like here's a movie about a dog and a cat and i'm gonna clean the kitchen fucking enjoy and then it's like they started sneaking in a bunch of fucking shit that parents might not agree with and they're like fuck now i gotta watch the cat and the dog go on the moot on the fucking adventure by myself or like with my wife before I show it to my kids because I can't trust what the fuck is in it. So now not only that, but now it's like what I have to play through Spider-Man, Spider-Man four before I like trust to hand it off to my kids. I mean, on one hand, it's like, yeah, it's called parenting dummy. But also like, can't just something just be a fun little video game. Not and not be like, hey, the world's going to end if you don't um, get behind actually, the solar panels. This is where I'm going to recommend indie gaming to you more than because I find indie gaming isn't as pushy pushy with all this messaging. Like it focuses on actually having a good game first. Yeah, I play tons of indie stuff. Like, you want me, want me to go down my platinum list? Just recently, what? Because I've only heard you play Cyberpunk and now Spider Man, and before that was God of War. I think I even had a couple in my list because we we did a couple of those lists this week of like top twenty five. In my top 25 games of all time, I had Resogun, Dust, Stories. No, I didn't put Stories in there. 
I think the game was literally just called Stories Path of Destinies. I play tons of indie stuff. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm just I'm moving more towards indie stuff these days, in all honesty. I'm not playing the big releases anymore. I get you. I just love a big fucking like here's the thing. An indie game is not gonna give you like Red Dead. It's not gonna give you Cyberpunk. And I think my favorite type of game is an open world RPG. I think that's well, my favorite shit. Okay, so then here's because I know that you're a fella that really likes up to date graphics and good looking, you know, yes. environments and all that stuff. I'm one that doesn't care about that. Like I could have say like um, Witcher style storytelling, but it could be pixel art, and I'd be fine. Yeah, but that's a, just a difference between us. I have like a super expensive machine on a super expensive TV. I want it to look fucking bitching. Pixels can look good on, you know, on your cell phone. <laughs> but even my cell phone is pretty fucking capable of doing. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. your cell phone's <laughs> fucking amazing with like pixel density you've never seen before and like, graphical ability. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like, dude. I get where you're coming from. Just like, nah. that's no, like that's everybody loves Boulder Gate. That's all. Everybody will not shut the fuck up about Boulder's Gate, Boulder's Gate, Boulder's Gate. I every time I Google gameplay of that thing, or I, like I watch it on YouTube, it looks so fucking stupid. Boulder's Gate. Oh god, someone in the Discord can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's like a D and D or yeah. Magic the Gathering spinoff. One of those. Yeah, D and D. Yeah, there we go. And I know that crowd is huge. Like it's it's you don't hear about it the most, but it's really fucking big. So. I can understand why that crowd would really like that because it's re- it's legitimately just seeing your card game come to life in the best way possible. So it's turn-based, and I don't know, dude. After Pokemon, when I was in middle school, I've been kind of done with turn-based stuff. I got you. I'm so, not. It's kind of weird. I'm really Swift picky attack. with the with the, um, with the RPG stuff. I don't know. It's just not my generally my type of game. Mm. If you do play Cyberpunk. Would you play as a guy or a girl? A girl. Okay. I always make my like made up characters like a really hot alien version of me. I I always play as a like when I get the option, I always play as a dude. And it really creeps me out when dudes choose to pick like choose to be women in game like in Destiny. Whether you're a guy or a girl, it doesn't really matter at all. But like the dudes who pick to be a chick in that game, I'm like, "Mm, something's up with you. Actually, you know what? If anyone's listening and in the discord. If you're a dude that plays as a chick, can you explain? I, I've been talking about this since the early days of 8750 because Reed was one of these people who would do that. And I'm like, bro. What was I, his reasoning? A lot of times I hear if I'm going to stare at a, a character's ass for hours and hours, I'd rather be a chick's ass than a guy's ass. And I'm just like, what? That is the dumb. What? It, first of all, it's a 3D animation. It's not a real person. So like you're just staring at pixels. For, and for, a lot of Destiny is playing dress up. So you want to dress a lady is what I'm getting out of you. I mean, I can understand the ass reasoning a little bit more, but kind of. It's a first person shooter, so you're not seeing your character's ass much. Yeah, I don't know. I just I want because like um I, I'd asked someone this like 10, 15 years ago on like one of the squads I used to play with on Xbox. And he just said, like, I just want to play something different. He's just sick of playing as a dude, so he would play a chick. But then he, like, if he had the option to, he'd make the most fucking bodacious looking chicks possible because he was a pervert. Yeah, I've never done that. Here's another yeah. thing that also led me to believe that people who do this are weird. So I knew another guy who would always play as a chick in the type of situations where you could just pick one or the other. And uh, he once told me, he's like, I'm not gay. This is another, I'm not gay, but. <laughs> he's like, I'm not gay, but I really want my best friend to bone me and i was like ex- ex- uh, fucking excuse me sir uh, what yeah what <laughs> yeah he was an odd fella we don't talk anymore Did, what was his reasoning don't know i think that he was uh deeply in the closet and could not admit that to himself and he was working through it yeah it's fucking weird yeah. words no words yeah i know Anytime somebody starts, that's a weird thing that's happened to me twice now that somebody's like, I know I'm not, or like, I'm straight, but and I'm like, oh God, where is this going? Oh, no, there's a third time. Third time. Up at the hookah shop. Mm-hmm. Drunk dude who, he's the dude who would always like come to your table and like want to sit with you. And it's just like, could you fucking leave, please? 
but it's like you're kind of nice to him because you see him there like, fucking four times a week and it's like hey, what's up he comes over and he's like yeah dude like i know i'm not gay and i'm like gay okay. and he's like i got a blowy from a dude once and i was not into it and i was like okay what <laughs> i mean at least you tried it and you know you didn't like it no right no. no. Any dude who's legit straight out there is like, you don't need to have a dude blow you to know. Like, I'm not into this. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> All right, Vex. You got any other stories or you want to get out of here? You got to work tomorrow, right? Yeah, I was supposed to not. Bro, I'm just, I'm so, I don't want to work anymore. I just want to be a fucking trophy wife. Mm. Um,. So, like, remember how I told you that I, I got that contract job for that university? No. Did I not? Okay. Uh, so, at the end of September, right before I went to go see my husband for our anniversary, um, so this guy, um, we have, like, this guy that works for this, like, campus um, organization that, like, helps maintain, like, the online interfaces and whatnot. And... He, so he comes in to do the robotics class at our center every Saturday. And he, he, like, approached me last year and he's like, hey, here's a list of courses that, like, the organization I work for is, like, looking to get um, content creators for. So, like, organize, like, create the courses, create the materials, create the exams, and all that stuff mm -hmm. for online. Um, and I gave him, I was just like, I don't think I'm a really good fit for most of these. And then he reached out to me right before I left for my anniversary trip and he's like hey like we have this one course on uh sustainable engineering and i remember you telling me you have a background in this and this i'm like oh he's like do you want me to forge your email i was like sure like go ahead because i was part-time and i was also just like not only would it maybe give me some extra income but it would look really good on my resume if i do decide to pursue teaching in the states yeah um so like they interviewed me like two days before i left and they were just like you're legitimately the best candidate we've had for this you're hired so they're paying me 30 bucks an hour nice. <laughs> yeah to uh basically convert so they wanted to sign me on for eight courses but from the list right now i'm contracted for four and if those go well then they'll contract me for the other four but basically i'm just adapting all the material from the in-person lectures to online and then creating the exams and all that stuff so that's what you have to do tomorrow? No. So I'm still part-time at the learning center, right? I was – so I go to the learning center Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Saturdays, and then Thursday, Fridays are the days that I use to – excuse me. Uh, sorry. Burping up the chicken. Thursday, Fridays are the days that I use to work on the online course stuff for the contract job. But, you know, then the, the woman that took over my job, she's like, I have some shit going on in my life. It's just like, do you want to permanently switch to Fridays? I'm like, fuck no. I don't want to be here on a Friday because I have to wake up early then to I'm there late on Friday, then have to be up early on Saturday to be there again. And it throws off my whole sleep schedule. Yeah, I, I fucking hate it. Like I, the Friday, Saturday transition for the last five years were the worst transition for me. I never got used to it. So why would you say yes? Well, this week I said yes because she said it was an emergency. I was like, on like here, here and there, I'm fine doing it, but permanently, I'm not working a fucking Friday. Because the other thing too is like, bro, on Sunday, you know how I put out those fucking tweets about where, or not tweets, those posts on YouTube about whose streams I'm gonna be on. Yeah. When I do that, I also plan out my whole fucking week in general. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like. Today, for instance, I was supposed to go get like a bunch of errands done, but then my dad needed me to be on standby to help him with stuff. So I didn't get those errands done at all. And because I saw the Marvels today, tomorrow was supposed to be the day I spend polishing the script and begin gathering all my footage. Yeah. Now that day is gone. When are you going to do your video for it? <laughs> Bro, that's what I'm trying to figure out because tomorrow morning I got to get up and call all these lawyers to figure this whole ticket shit out now. Then I got to go to work. And by the time I get home, it's going to be eight. And by that time, I got to be bed in bed by 10 o'clock if I'm waking up for the morning. So, like, I'm pushing. And you got to fit two hours of cyberpunk in there, too. No. And then I got to. <laughs> then Saturday, like, I was hoping to get it out Sunday afternoon thinking that I had Friday off, but I don't have Friday off anymore. So. I'm thinking Monday evening it'll be out. Mm. 
just because Mondays I don't work at the afternoon and I really don't want to rush the video out because I'm trying some new things with this one and I'm really hoping it will boost my channel like Indiana Jones boosted my channel. Yeah. So, but yeah, I've been working a lot. I've been working a lot. You're busy Vex. I'm a very busy Vex. I literally, I just turn on my Xbox and have Dexter running in the background. Never seen it. You know Dude, what? You ever yeah. watched Letterkenny? I've seen a few episodes, but Didn't not. Take. A... You Bro, you know what it is? Is I don't have an aversion to comedy. It's just not my go-to. Oh, you know what it is too. Uh, Letterkenny specifically, you need to pay attention. It's not the type of show that you can like scroll your phone and half pay attention. They mm -hmm. speak very quickly, and their jokes are. They take you got to think about like what they're actually saying to catch the jokes. Oh, it's like Community. No. Yeah, bro. Do you know how many little jokes there are in just like two minutes of Community? It's insane. I'm still uh, finding jokes twelve rewatches later. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Because yeah, that's exactly what Letterkenny is like. There can be a five minute clip that you mm -hmm. could watch four different times and be like, "Oh, I missed that joke last time." Exactly. Yeah, I understand that. No, I've I've watched I've rewatched Dexter twice, but it's been like several years. I don't know why I decided to put it on, but um. It's you know what the premise is, right? It's serial killer for good. Yeah, it's a serial killer that kills other killers, essentially, right? Gotcha. And he works for a Miami Metro Homicide, so it's and he encounters all these things. So the first season is really, really good. I would rank it as some of the best television I've seen. Um, apparently it's like a one for one adaptation of the first novel in the Dexter series, of which there are nine. No, wait, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight. Okay. Um, yes, I went and ordered the whole Dexter series. I went on a bit of a binge on Amazon mm. in case you didn't see that. Um, so first season, great. I think like the second and third seasons are still compelling, but rewatching it now, I'm just like, yo, it's this shit fell off in season two. It really did. <laughs> That's funny. In my opinion. I, like a lot of other people are gonna like say it fell off in season four, which it also did really hard. But I don't know. Like he was just, it was really clever and it was well put together, and the tension was nice, the mystery was nice. And then the second season, it's just like a whole lot of almost shock value, and they kind of dumb Dexter down for the sake of making certain plot turns happen. And then they just gotcha. keep making him dumber as the seasons go on. Hmm. I'm so sorry. I just, yeah, I just have it on in the background because I just need, you know, I have, God, fuck fucking phones, man, seriously. But <laughs> if I don't put my phone literally on the other side of the room, I just kind of pick it up and check Twitter. Energy vampire is what I've been calling mine. Oh my God. So I'm trying, so instead what I do is if I feel the need to take that distraction, I just look up at the screen and 30 seconds will go by and then I'll just look back at my computer screen and get back to work. That's funny. It's just I, background noise. I brought up Letter Kenny because what we've been watching lately is Shorzy season two came out. Mm -hmm. It's fucking great. I've never heard of that show. Yeah, so it's a spinoff of Letter Kenny. In Letter Kenny, there's a hockey player that the hockey players don't like named Shorzy. He's a real fucking asshole. And it's just Jared Kelso. Oh, hold up, it's Thursday. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, continue. What the fuck was that? Invincible. There's another episode of Invincible out now. All right. I now. do want to check that show out. You think I like it? I think you'll like it. It's okay. fun. It's it's um there's a good amount of comedy. Um did we discuss Invincible last week? Yeah. Did I tell you about how there's inklings of woke stuff in it? Nope. Oh, okay. Tell me so, when I start catching up. I will try to watch it. Okay. Plus um, I got a piece so bad. Okay, gotcha. Just throwing it out there, there's like some influences of woke but it doesn't destroy what the show is trying to do. It's more that it's reflective of what today's society is. Yeah. But people take that as, oh, it's really woke. We'll see. Because when things go through the Yeti Yef prison, prism, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> like Velma. Everybody was like, Velma is the Antichrist. And I was like, it's not that bad. You guys are being fucking oh, weird. Oh, people generally love Invincible, though, is the difference. Yeah, but here, I, 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 all I'm saying is, like, who knows what my take will be on it? Because that the tism, basically. I gotcha. You no, never like, know which uh, way the tism wind is going to blow. 
that first, you know what? Actually, because you're having so many issues with Spider-Man with the Miles Morales thing, yeah. I think this may actually like fill that void a little bit for you. Okay. Yeah, it's not that Miles Morales and like here's the thing, Miles Morales is like a good character in the Spider-Man games. Like he's well developed. His mm-hmm. dad is a cop who got killed and he's yeah, I don't know. My like Miles Morales isn't my problem. It's Peter Parker being a pussy. Peter Parker picked a pack of pussy peppers. <laughs> okay. So, th- so then this will fill your pussy Peter Parker void. But like, dude, so like speaking of cartoons that kick ass, Edge Runners, the cyberpunk thing, so good. You finished it? No. I probably have three episodes left. It's so good. Vex. Still haven't gotten around to it. You know I what? Know. And you're super busy, but goddamn it, Vex. It's so good. The game I, and I've the show. Been making, I've been making time for shows. I think once Invincible takes its mid-season break at the end of this month, maybe I'll check out. Because now this is getting me back into watching animated shows and all that. Yeah. It's so. so, like, it's just so funny. I don't know. It's got a great sense of humor and then just, like, it, it being in the world of cyberpunk, which I'm already, like, gaga over. It's ah, love it. Just Maybe it'll make you want to play the game too. Pro- honestly, it probably will. That's what happened with um, Devil May Cry. Actually, I saw the anime first, and then I played the game, and I fell in love with the whole series. Why don't you just check out an episode of Edge Runners and just see what you think? Like, don't don't commit to the whole season, but just try one. Bro, but if I'm not in the zone, if my brain's only half there, I'm just gonna write it off. I won't even give it a fair shot. You know All what right. I mean? It's just so weird. It's like. You've got to like court you for like a month on literally, something. legitimately. Yes, I like my brain needs to be courted in order to be to watch something. It's quite odd. <laughs> okay, I do yeah. know this. If I try to force it, it's never gonna happen. So whatever. Again, Invincible is turning me back into the an- like onto the animated stuff. So you know me. The only anime thing that I like is uh, Space Dandy, but uh, Edge Runners, dude. Okay, you know what? Actually, okay, here's how I was I was convinced to watch Invincible right away. They showed me a clip, and that clip got me to watch it that very night. What was the clip? Um, it, I don't want to spoil. It is kind of a spoiler, so I'm All surprised right. they showed me that. I they plan on watching it, so you now. don't have to tell me. Oh, okay. Okay, it's, it's a pretty brutal clip, but it was fucking awesome. Send me a clip that you think is really cool from Edge Runners, and nice. that just might be the thing that convinces me to start watching it right away. Okay, I'll have to see what's out there. Plus, I haven't finished it, so I don't want to spoil it. Because, oh, things are getting crazy, man. David, David's getting wild. Okay, it can be a completely out-of-context scene. I'm okay with that. I'll see what I can do. Vex, okay. you're a busy lady, so thanks for hanging out. And sorry you got a ticket today. It's it's okay, man. I I like being here, so this this cheered me up quite a bit, in all honesty. Oh, good. I'm happy. You should go back and re-listen to the first couple minutes. You were fucking furious. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't want to listen to it, but maybe it will get some clicks now. <laughs> We're so angry. It's like, oh, boy. It's, I mean, you'd be pretty fucking angry, too, if you got fined for coming back to the country you live in. Oh, I'd be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, how fucking retarded is that? Just, I don't. Yeah. I don't know, man. You just got to move to Texas and just stop. Or not Texas. To Florida and stop leaving. And I think it'll work out better. You know what? Tell the U.S. government then to stop fucking diddling their tongues. thumbs because it has officially been over two years since i filed my visa now the u.s government's the holdup i thought it was the canadian government nope the u.s government has always been the holdup yeah well they listen to this so i'll get my best people on it gotcha (laughs) later boner later boner